Welcome to Jays from Home, a podcast about the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, co-hosted by my brother Matt. That is, um, that's yeah, that's me and and me, Steve, uh, both Gower brothers. Yeah, and I noticed that I don't know if it's genetic, but we both have thick black rimmed plastic-ish glasses on today. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought you had new glasses that weren't. I did, but uh, maybe. Well, I didn't plan on talking about this, but because it's kind of boring. But um, uh, I, they were too. My, my, well, you know that you know the problems of of the Gower genetics and the uh, large head that uh, we, we we all have large heads, and so my uh, those glasses didn't quite fit my face, so oh, I had I gotcha. to go something something bigger. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, why don't we uh, go over this week's results then? Uh, we'll just jump right into it. There weren't, okay, there weren't um, a lot of games for us to cover again, but that's not a, because of the All Star break. <laughs> no, it's because of because of because uh, of uh, natural occurrences in the weather. Yeah, so they had. Um, hang on a second. Hang on. I'm gonna. I've got, I've got I've got them all up right here. If if you in the show notes. Yeah. So okay, I do. I have them as well. So let's uh so they played they started off the week against the red sox uh what was it just two games originally scheduled no it was a three game schedule uh set um the tuesday game was rained out okay right 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 that's that's right i was looking at the wrong uh wrong spot okay so but uh monday was over before it even started (laughs) Yeah, um, I remember. So we we played a, a game of softball on Monday, and when we went to the the bar after the game, I saw it was eleven nothing in the second inning. Yeah, it was. Uh, Ross Stri- Ross Stripling was pitching that uh, day uh, or evening, I guess. And yeah, I think it was like they they had a grand slam in the first inning, I think, and like two, two home runs. They, they it was six to nothing in the, after the first inning, and like yeah, it was not good. Um, interestingly enough, um, and I, I was talking about this before because, um, I was saying how a third move would be difficult for, uh, Blue Jays because of like, of, of like family considerations. And that's exactly what, um, Ross Stripling was, 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 was kind of saying after the game, he, how he was, he was distraught because he's going to be separated from his family yet again. Okay. So that, that, that was Stripling. That was I, I thought yeah, it was, was Robbie Ray that said that. I guess I I mixed the two. Was it Robbie up. Ray or Ross Stripling? I can't remember. We could easily look this up, but let's move past that. No, but uh, it, it was just it's just interesting because I like people are excited and I'm excited too about the Jays coming back to Toronto. But there are there's reality <laughs> kind of happening where where players have families and they're they're again uprooting their their not their families and and in some cases they don't have families but they're just up, uprooting uh, for the third time. Uh, this year, uh, so it's 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 going to be uh, a, a mental grind, especially heading into the one of the most important uh, parts of the season. Yeah, so why don't we why don't we put a pin in that and, and come back to that discussion? Because uh, I think well, that's, we... that's pretty much all I wanted to say okay. about that. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so the second game, as we mentioned, was postponed, and then so they played uh, Wednesday. Uh, they lost again. The Blue Jays scored the same amount of runs, though. Yeah, uh, seven to four. They lost to the Red Sox. Um, I don't know if, the, like, uh, not sure if there was a, a maximum amount of runs they were allowed to score in Buffalo. Maybe they reached it. Uh, they probably reached it a, a few weeks ago <laughs> with yeah. that offense. But uh, 
yeah, no, that uh, it was that was a disappointing series against the Red Sox. I, I thought that it was it, it was an important series uh, because you know, like they could have they if if they had swept the series, they could have gained some some pretty uh, important games and and even maybe think about have being within a shot of the division title. Well, that's part of my strikeout from last week, where I said it's just to get the wild card it's going to be super difficult in order just to uh just to catch up and they kind of made it worse by losing those two games yeah and we'll, we'll talk about that uh we will talk about that all right sure. um so friday they lost three nothing to the mets uh don't think we need to go over that too much because that was happened. the robbie ray start that was the robbie ray start uh yeah yeah um and then uh no it wasn't a robbie ray start that was um uh, the next one after Ray. Oh no, that's Stephen Matt. No, Stephen yeah, Matt. It was Stephen Matt's. Are you sure? Are you sure? Let's 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 take a look at the record here. Uh, well, do, 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 the do. reason why I say it wasn't a Robbie Ray star was because um, when Vanessa and I went to watch it, usually we end up seeing a Robbie Ray start, but it was not a Robbie Ray start on Friday. Friday was Stephen Matt's because yesterday oh, you're, okay, Saturday you're right. was uh, Hunjin Ryu. Engine Ryu. Okay, yeah, you're right. What, what happened? What happened with Robbie Ray? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, so yeah, they lost three to nothing. Um, Pete Alonso uh, hit some nice home runs. Hit a nice home run there. Um, yeah, and then so last night was 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 a pretty good game. Did you watch last night? Yeah, most of last night. I have some notes on last night's game, so I, I want to get to those later, though. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, after we go through our our home runs, walks, and strikeouts. They won ten to three, and the offense definitely was 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 your typical Blue Jays offense. Um, and I will talk about a, a little bit more in our home run and everything uh, a little bit later. But the, the, I think the the offense aside, and I think the offense was overshadowed, rightly so, by by uh, George Springer's catch uh, in center field uh, late in the game. There, that was a really nice catch. Yeah, they they kept uh, they and they kept comparing him to. Kevin Pillar's uh, catches in center field, which I think they were good, but they were good because uh, I think the the reasoning usually was because he was out of position a lot of times and had to run towards the ball to make those catches. And he kind of made like kind of I, w- I want to call them superfluous dives. Like he didn't always need to 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 dive when he when he did. And, I mean, and he's do, a, do... he's a lot shorter than George Springer, so he doesn't have that same range that Springer does. Um, yeah, but. Uh, I'll mention Pilar in a little bit because there was a reason that he was uh, he was compared to Springer in the broadcast. Well, they both play center field for one. Uh, well, that's that's one reason. Well, why don't we get into our uh, our home runs, strikeouts, and walks? I'll start with my home run, which was uh, that it was nice to see that Pilar is still in the league. He was playing for the Mets uh, Friday and Saturday. I think Friday he was he didn't start, but Saturday he did. He started in right field. Yeah, he's not an everyday player anymore, I, I don't think. Uh, for me, though, ever since Pilar had that incident with the uh, with the uh, word that he that he that he yelled on the on the field, it's just he's not been the same. And it was a it was a long time ago, but he's not he's not kind of been the same in my in my eyes. Like I, I just kind of I can't see him uh, in a positive light anymore. I don't I don't I don't look upon his his tenure with the Blue Jays fondly as he was just a, a former player maybe he's moved past it maybe he has a tone but you know he said he said that he said what he said on the field and that that was and i'm not going to repeat it but uh it was it was not a not a 
not not a good thing uh, uh, for, for for me and, and forever his his uh, he's just kind of stained in in my eyes. Well, I I don't really know what you're talking about, but so we don't need to rehash it if it was really bad. But I guess it mostly, was really bad. Mostly that he just he wasn't a great player for the Blue Jays, anyways. It's just that I I thought he was out of the league, uh, so it was kind of surprising. Was, oh hey, Pilar is playing. That's uh, I don't think I've heard of him since he left the Blue Jays. Yeah, no, well, well, it's I'm 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 totally moved on from Pilar. But I, I, I think not a lot of people, not as many people are, and and, and that's that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm moved on from Pilar, and that's that, that's okay. Okay, uh, what do you have for your home run? My home run. Well, I am going to see two Blue Jays games next weekend in person at Rogers Center. Uh, my wife, Krista, bought me two tickets, and she got me a hotel room uh, at the Rogers Center. Uh, not 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 field view. That's those cost like four thousand dollars apparently. Uh, those are <laughs> sweets, be... aren't they? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they are pretty sweet. Um, so yeah, I'll be I'll be staying at the Rogers Center. Um, I will be attending two games, uh, Saturday and Sunday, uh, behind uh, the dugout, uh, the Blue Jays dugout. Uh, the seats are pretty sweet, so you might even see me on the on 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 the camera. Um, I will be sitting alone, so I'll probably have some social distancing on either side of me too. So lots of elbow room. Um, yeah, so yeah, I noticed that uh, most of the tickets available were all uh, single tickets. All the uh, seat, like the pair seats, uh, or or two or more, were all pretty much sold out. When I took a quick look at the uh, yeah, I think I think it's probably easier to find single tickets. Uh, and, and, and yeah, Krista had a pretty easy time getting me those tickets. She surprised me with it. Um, I guess because yeah, I've been I've been <laughs> working hard with the kids at home, and and uh, like this will be the first time. Uh, since Leo was born, I guess that uh, that I've 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 like had a night where, with without any 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 children involved. <laughs> I was just going to talk about the you mentioned the availability of the single tickets. I think that's just like I mean the home uh, I call it a home opener, but I guess the Toronto opener was sold out pretty quickly. But I guess yeah, the first series is the against Kansas City, which may not be as huge a draw as as you think beyond the uh the home opener but i'm i am a little surprised that they didn't sell out the whole first weekend or not yet anyways it probably will be we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens with it um it'll be and you know the team is gonna hopefully will be uh different uh than it is today because that'll be the uh I'll, i'll be at the 31st and the august 1st games so that'll be the um first day after the trade deadline so uh we might see some new faces on the field too um and hopefully that'll lead to some more uh, excitement uh from the fans yeah kansas city isn't is not a good team right now but hope that that should mean that the blue jays will do well against them they should not hold back <laughs> yeah and, and speaking of the trade deadline and new phases hopefully it's um a better team and that they're not selling uh, and giving up on the season. No, well the thing is with the move back to Toronto, they can't they they they're they're not going to sell. Like if you if you uh s- sell off like Marcus Semyon and 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 you know all, any any expiring contracts on on Friday, uh you're you're like you're just going to have like uh, just an empty like you're going to have crickets. People are not going to be excited to to watch that team play. And I was reading an article, I think it was Caitlin McGrath, like you have to see this team through. You have to give them the chance to, to kind of, to, to kind of 
play it out because if you're not going to get a lot of return for these expiring contracts, even though Marcus Semien is having a, an amazing year, you're not going to get what you want. Like this is not the 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 um, the strategy going forward for next year to to just get like you know like some like name no name uh, prospects in return. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you'll have to you have to give some updates on on how the experience is because I think. Um, I think Vanessa and I are thinking about, we're not entirely sure yet. There's lots of games in August and September, but it would be nice if we could, uh, we're thinking maybe of going to maybe like a Sunday game or something, just like either fly in or take the train in, uh, watch the game and leave the same day. Um, but uh, we'll see. We haven't decided yet, but that'd be nice. I see. All right. Well, I will go to my strikeout next because I like the idea of not ending on a... Uh, really negative note for our baseball talk at least for uh, our our three outcomes my strikeout was that the final games in buffalo were some pretty one-sided losses to a division rival i was kind of kind of bad for the buffalo fans to to see them leave especially on the last game like it would have been nice for them to win a game in their final game in buffalo but for sure for sure couldn't. at the same time though i think there were a lot of Boston fans in the stands, as as it always seems to be with with Red Sox and even Yankees games. So I don't think that the crowd watching were entirely disappointed because there were there there were a lot of of supporters of the uh, opposing team. Also, well, then that should be interesting then to see what kind of reaction. Uh, hopefully, we get mostly Toronto fans when uh, when teams like Boston and New York come back to Toronto, and not, not like an invasion of uh, of those fans. Exactly, it'll it'll be uh, full of of home supporters for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so my strikeout is uh, staircases. Uh, we had now our second staircase related injury uh over this this week um alec manoa fell down some stairs and and, and got a, a contusion on his, he bruised his back so he ho- hopefully he's just out for the for the 10 days that he's on the injured list but uh we need to start installing uh, i think ramps maybe some escalators um or maybe even those 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 um chairs that go up and down the staircases for all of our blue jays players because you know how like with pitchers um or even with with, with like quarterbacks like the, when when they're playing catch, someone catches the the football for them and 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 uh, and uh, passes them the, the the football. So in baseball, basically we need to have someone like maybe piggyback the pitchers uh, when when they're going downstairs, or at least like you know some, like have like you know an usher to hold their arm or something. We just need to make sure nobody nobody trips and falls on staircases. Like I said, install some ramps, do some escalators, but uh, well, maybe they should maybe they should use the railings that are on already installed on the stairs, and that, that maybe they could put sticky stuff on the railings. Maybe that's what they could do with all like the sticky stuff that <laughs> uh, they they didn't use. Uh, okay, well, uh, my walk. Uh, I guess it's it's sort of a negative, but because uh, the way I wrote it, anyways, was that Friday. Um, you know, I keep talking about. We play softball uh, in the first three days of the week, so I don't get to see a lot of baseball games um, during the uh, the summer season. But I was finally able to see a Jays game on Friday, so that was great. But uh, they they lost. I called it disappointingly, just because uh, the Blue Jays' offense was just not there at all. Yeah, no, it's it's 
it's hard to get excited when the when when the when when it's sputtering like that for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's nice to watch baseball. Like just just remember, like at, at this point last year, baseball was just starting up again, and and we were going into a sixty game sprint. But this this year, that's true. Uh, they they were showing highlights last night, I think, of um, opening week against Tampa Bay. So that was that's kind of neat. That would be a strikeout for me. The opening week against Tampa Bay, whether it's 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 a short season or not, I don't want to uh, to. I, I, playing Tampa Bay is just it's just a sad sad thing. Anyways, um, so my 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 walk this week is the new batting order. I thought um, you know last night they 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 unveiled the new batting order, and I don't know whether it was just because it was a, a change or if it uh, the, the strategy actually helped that much, but. It uh, definitely sparks some life into the into the bats, but uh, it's nice to see just a different batting order because it's been pretty much like one through five has been has been set: Semyon, uh, Bichette, Vladdy, uh, uh, Springer, Teoscar. That's like set, and and I think that uh, it's time to start. Like basically, like they're, they're they're going all in. They're 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 putting the 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 alpha lineup or whatever you want to call it, where where, where you know Springer's where he's supposed to be in the lineups in the leadoff spot, and Vladdy your best hitter put him in the second spot where he's gonna he's gonna have the most at bats possible that's where i said uh to you like maybe they they saw alonzo's home runs and thought oh that's a good idea let's put vlad at uh second <laughs> yeah that's uh, yeah <laughs> exactly um and then so yeah and third spot is 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 who's in the third spot Semyon. Semyon's yeah. in the third spot and I, the thing i'm not so sure about is having uh Bo Bichette in in the cleanup spot but i guess i guess it makes sense like uh, i think buck martinez in the telecast yesterday was saying like how he's a very aggressive swinger so and and you know what he got a home run last night so so may, you know yeah, it, the, it, the other side of it that i see is is because he's an aggressive swinger and i i think he i mean without looking at his on base percentage i think he is on base a lot so it's kind of hard to uh pitch around vlad or Simeon and and then have Bichette coming up next. Like it's kind of a, I think it kind of works in terms of like, it's someone who gets on base. So you can't really get around uh, Vlad or Simeon who's having a good year too. Um, so it's, it's, I, I think it kind of works. It, you could probably with that lineup construction swap Bichette and Teoscar and see which one works better. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think it's, I, I think it is probably the right spot. Um, and you could really like, other than maybe I wouldn't put Vladdy in the leadoff spot or Teoscar really, but uh, it's pretty interchangeable all those all those all those uh, players as far as lineup goes. But I think this is kind of like the 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 first at least the first five spots. This is what, where you want to be. Bobichet's seemingly always got an an zero and two count. So so you know it it doesn't matter kind of where you know what what the what the count is or where he's batting he's gonna always be aggressive and he's always gonna gonna swing and and i guess in the in the cleanup spot that's a good thing yeah um okay so i think think those are our main notes that we always have um well let, let's go to the other big okay so we talked about the 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 return home opener 3.0 but uh the the 30th on friday is also another big uh, day because it's like we said before uh the trade deadline and so um the the Rays, the division rival Rays, have already made a big move, a significant move, adding uh, Nelson Cruz. Who, who I was listening to uh, the um, Effectively Wild podcast yesterday, and they're saying that um, 
after the age of 35, Nelson Cruz has more home runs than he did previously, like in his career, which is an interesting stat because he's he's 41 now. Oh, okay. I didn't see. I wasn't sure how old he he was. Like that's that's kind of neat. Um, the other thing about Nelson Cruz is that uh, he was tied to the Blue Jays possibly as a trade destination for a little bit. Yeah. Right? Uh, that was one of the one of the things people were saying, but I don't think it was going to happen. There's just not enough uh, room to move if he's in that lineup. As far as like having like you know moving around positions in the outfield and having like uh, roster flexibility as far as like the DH goes, because he is he's a DH. Like he's not a he's not a a, a defensive player anymore. Although some some like even the, apparently the the Padres were looking in uh, to to getting him, and they were they were inquiring whether he would he would play second base, which is. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't. I can't see that happening. Well, yeah, it does seem weird for an age forty-one player to to still be on defense, but I guess they'll have to figure out a way to get him in the lineup if they get to the World Series and play National League teams. So, well, yeah, that's 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 that would be a good problem to have, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't know what. So, do you think that the Blue Jays will? actually get some help like are they going to go for rentals or like i've seen a lot of stuff about them going still going for players with years of control left on them well i think that is their uh first choice and we've seen that already um with adam simber and um what's the 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 new guy that they got there um from from milwaukee does he have years of control left is that uh trevor richards yeah 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 Yeah. um i think so I don't, but I think I think it's any uh, front office's preference to have years of control. Uh, that being said, they have to get the best player available to if they if they really want to be serious about uh, you know making the playoffs this year. So you know, the, and it, it's just going to affect how much they're going to pay for that player. Um, it's going to be more expensive to get player uh, a player with with some years with with years of control left over. So if they've got if they're going to get an expiring contract, that's fine. Just make sure it's an impact player. Well, I I think as far as the Blue Jays go, like if if they're going to if their intention is to compete both this year and in upcoming years, then I'm okay with them losing some uh, prospects in in to get these players because. I, you know, I think that's kind of what you have to do. Like, it's nice, it's good to have prospects coming up to replace the players that are leaving. But part of the reason you have the good prospects is when you're good, uh, you can use them to get better players when you need them, right? Um, yeah, but um, you, you look at the, the teams that are successful right now, the Rays, uh, and and the Dodgers uh, are, are the two biggest examples of this. Um, even even the Cleveland team, which we will discuss a little, in a little bit, um, having uh, the 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 door open to prospects moving up and making a difference uh, is is important. I think I, because that way you don't have to you know like you don't have to spend your prospects to get good players because they are the good players, and and it's something and, and you won't have to go through any rebuilding processes. It's 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 always you've got good players coming through the system. It's something that you can count on. Um, and, and it means that it, it will sustain your team's success for years to come. Well, um, do you know if the Blue Jays have any other, uh, sons of former major leaguers in the prospect system? 
Oh, not sure. I know that they had uh, Griffin Conine. I think they traded him away. Uh, that was Jeff Conine's son, but I, I don't think that they do anymore. No. So they've so they've moved away from the uh, from the new strategy of getting uh, sons of former major leaguers. So maybe that's well, the direction that's... we can look at. That as their direction. Yeah, I guess so. And on a, on a side note, the Senators have have adopted that strategy in the in the first round. Yes, yes, I saw that. <laughs> um, the only other note I have about the trade deadline was uh, so they traded. Uh, is it Joel Payamps? I I just have Payamps yeah. here. Uh, they traded him for cash considerations. So basically, they they were able to get to move him along for for you know for cash. Like otherwise, they you know nobody. I think they put him on. That he had to go through waivers and nobody claimed him, so they got something yeah, for okay. him. So I was just thinking, um, you know, cash considerate. So they basically got money for him, um, yeah. which I guess they could use in a future trade if they if they needed to. Or they could, I don't know, they could buy some snacks for the players on the road trips. I don't know. Uh, all right. Do you have any other trade deadline notes? Well, this is to do with the trade trade deadline and, and playoffs. Uh, well, this is how it's it, larger implications from the trade deadline, basically. Um, winning the East at this point um, is out of reach. Uh, and, and the series against the Red Sox, those two games uh, kind of solidified that, uh, that statement. Um, because the Red Sox, they're only going to get better. They're going to add players at the trade deadline for sure. And they have their secret secret weapon weapon coming back that a lot of people have forgotten about is, is Chris Sale. He had uh, Tommy John surgery last year, and he's going to be coming back very soon. So that's like an addition, like a, an impact starting arm addition without having even to make a trade for them. Um, and yeah, so so if, if the the Jays' dreams of of getting uh, the East title is 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 pretty much gone and. Uh, they've got a big series coming up against Boston uh, this week again, and uh, they just they need to 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 at least break like go two and two against against the Red Sox in order to kind of just stay stay uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? They need they need to 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 tread water basically. Well, they need to stay uh, competitive. To stay, com- <laughs> stay competitive for the for the wild card spot because, like I said, the Rays are are already starting to make moves. So so they the Jays need to kind of uh, keep 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 up with it with the rest of the league yeah well uh i guess you know there's uh what five days until the trade deadline because i think the countdown yeah so um i hopefully there'll be some good moves coming up and that the yeah and we're recording this by the way people we're, we're recording this on sunday so so on monday i don't know what the math will be but uh subtract one i guess four days that's usually how it works Five minus one is four. Okay. Uh, okay. So you know what? Uh, let's let's go back to uh, Blue Jays stuff. I have some notes from Saturday's game because uh, did uh, watch. Uh, I mean, that was that was a pretty big win. Obviously, uh, what was it? Ten to three. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I I took down some notes while we were watching the game. We actually stopped watching the game. Um, probably, I think it was seven to three when we stopped watching we switched over to olympic coverage uh I, I guess i have some some notes on that later but um i'll just go through my notes so i thought it was kind of interesting that uh, the pitchers were both wearing number 99 i don't think i've seen that combination before the only time i saw 
99 versus 99 was uh ryu pitching to what is it aaron judge, judge that yeah. wears 99 on the Yankees? No, before before you go 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 forward you you that was a pretty risky move switching when they when it was seven to three knowing how the bullpen has been doing lately <laughs> that, that anyways <laughs> well the, there's there's reasons for that anyways um as you mentioned the lineup changes i i thought it was good to see i mean i thought I've thought for a long time the offense needs a kickstart. I mean, like I think I said last week, when it's working, it's great. But then there's too many times where they, they basically like their runs kind of turn in like go into a black hole or something. Um, I think though, I think though that the negatives resonate louder than the positives do sometimes because if you look if you look at the at, through the big picture did the, the jays have a positive run differential well and, and and the wins and losses aren't aren't reflecting that well and and i have a note on that too about uh about their overall like how they should be performing there's um there's an article i found earlier this week but we'll go to that in in a little bit uh, i'll stick i'll finish my notes for the saturday game um so there was uh, a few times where I was going from the uh, living room to the kitchen back and forth and I saw I was able to see the game in a reflection in the window and I just noted that uh, it, it's kind of funny. It looks like the runner is is uh, desperately trying to run back to third base in order not to be <laughs> thrown out. So I thought that was uh, so I, I think that's a good suggestion if you want to maybe if it's a bad game for the Blue Jays and, and you want to get some some positive out of it just watch the game in a mirror and it and it looks like it's kind of funny that way i think because the okay. third baseman also looks like a first baseman it kind of works out oh, and, sorry. and 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 that way that you get you get a lineup full of full of left handed bats so that's yeah. that's positive um yeah and we always have a runner at third base so yeah. it just gets thrown out every time <laughs> um at one point in the game uh i think before Taiwan Walker came out of the game, uh, they pointed out on the broadcast that it looks like he had a really bad swing and it kind of hurt his left shoulder. Um, yep. And they were having to look at him in the inning after when he was on the mound. I just, the reason I noted that was because I totally understand, uh, you know, having your shoulder just like, you know, like, I, I don't know what he did to it, but it, it, you could, you could see when he swung the bat, like his shoulder was, not didn't look right in the way he swung. Yeah, and he, and, it, he, and I guess he didn't swing the bat after that too. Yeah, no. Well, they yeah. took him out, right? Oh, yeah. No, sorry, well, no, not no, at no, bat. Like, like, yeah, he, he just he took the, the bat without swinging. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I just uh, noted that. Like, I I understand how how his shoulder probably felt. Uh, you should write him an, an email, give him some pointers, some <laughs> some some physio exercises. Well, I I have the feeling that their training staff will probably take care of that. Um, also at uh, at City Field in particular, I was getting a kick uh, Friday and Saturday about how there's a Mets staff uh, in that uh, he's wearing a, an orange shirt, has a badge on, but every time there was a foul ball, it looked like there was a fan jumping out of the stands to get the foul ball. I thought that was that was funny every time. And um, didn't notice. Yeah. Um, well, normally like the staff they're sitting on like a stool but the foul territory is kind of uh, small at uh, at the stadium so they're in the stands i guess um, oh okay uh and the last note i have here it sounded to me like buck kept calling vlad rowdy so is that uh, a new nickname <laughs> for guerrero he's rowdy guerrero junior maybe we call him vlaudy vlaudy <laughs> i don't know but uh but uh, those are my are my notes for uh 
uh, for Saturday's game. I just, I, I, I mean, it was a, it was a fun game to watch. Uh, I didn't have to pay too much attention because uh, until that one inning with uh, Ryu, before Ryu got taken out, when he gave up three runs, they were kind of seemed like they were on autopilot a little bit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was a good game. I just, those were my observations that were not entirely baseball related. Okay. Well, yeah, that was, it was fun to watch for sure. Um, now sticking with the blue Jays here, um, we have, uh, you know, we had the draft, I guess it was now two weeks ago. Um, but, uh, Keith law released his, his top 50 prospects in baseball. And I was surprised to see four, Blue Jays made the, uh, the the top 50 list. Um, so I'll just go through them here. Um, Aurelvis Martinez um, as a shortstop. Um, Buck was Buck Martinez was saying um, in one of the broadcasts how he went and actually watched a, a single A uh, game and, and was specifically mentioned watching this uh, Aurelvis Martinez play. So that that was interesting. Um, but uh, Keith Law says that his hit power tool combination is going to play anywhere. It's going to come down down mostly to how good his plate discipline, which still lags his other tools, becomes. So that's interesting. Hmm. Um, but again, like, it seems like the Jays have uh, a lot a, a strength in in, in uh, prospects down down the middle. Uh, now I, I have a nitpick here for you. On I know I don't want to. Uh, I guess this is spoiling it a little bit. At number nineteen, Nate Pearson is he really yeah. still a prospect despite uh, being in the major leagues? Yeah, because he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't really like stuck in the major leagues yet, so, and, and he's currently still, currently still in the minor leagues. Uh, so I guess that's what makes him a, a prospect. And uh, he still, I guess, can be. He's still got his like, you know, rookie status or whatever. Anyways, but yeah, so Nate, Nate Pearson is at number nineteen. Um, hopefully, we will. Uh, I think the best we can expect for him this year is to to see him as as um, one of the uh, help uh, in the relief pitching. Um, but uh, he says Keith Law says. They seem committed to letting him start again next spring, which is the right call given given his upside. So hopefully he'll you know get uh, past uh, his his groin injury and uh, and and they can start stretching him out again next next year. They need help in the bullpen, and, and his arm would be the perfect arm for for the bullpen for sure because he's he's got big big power uh, in that arm for sure. Um, and again, more 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 um, prospect uh, depth down the middle. Austin Martin came in at number 12 um, and Keith Law said that he has a strong leadoff profile once he gets back to his usual swing. Um, so I also, I wonder if, you know, we'll see Austin Martin make the the team. I don't know if right off, if it'll, it'll be right off the bat next year, but uh, what they'll do with him because they could put him, I think they could put him in the outfield uh, or they could put him, which might not be the best uh, uh situation for him because they've got a lot of depth in the outfield but i'm thinking about like second base and shortstop are you gonna are you gonna leave bobish head at shortstop or do, who's, who's better defensively do, do, or maybe you put austin martin at third base like it'll be interesting to see what happens with him yeah um i mean i don't really know too much about it. i've heard his name a lot um uh, but yeah i i guess it depends on what the team looks like next year i suppose who they have on well, the team i my prediction is that Semyon's going to sign elsewhere? Uh, yes, probably. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, um, and I've heard I've heard people forecasting that this year might be a blip as far as his production goes. So we'll see how that goes. But I just think that he's going to be too expensive for the Jays to 
to re-sign. But that, that's a different different conversation. Um, and then finally, number five, the number five prospect in Keith Law's top, top 50 is catcher Gabriel Marino. Is it Gabriel or Gabriel? I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, here's the, the the quote from Keith Law that uh, stood out. He's a future star. So is is that all he said? <laughs> like no, no. There was a paragraph. Um, but the fact that you know he's saying a, a, a catcher prospect is a future star is pretty cool. Um, and the Jays have a lot of a lot of catchers right now. And and you know uh, Danny Jansen have has been underperforming. Um, Reese McGuire is doing what he should be doing, and Kirk is back. So it'd be interesting to see what happens uh, as far as his development goes, and whether he sticks with the team or who, who do they decide is going to be the uh, the uh, odd man out. Yeah. Now I I think his name is pronounced Gabriel. Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel by the way, yeah. I I that's at least what I've heard from other podcasts. But I yeah, do Gabriel. have an important question about uh, about. Gabriel Marino and I, I no, think he's not related to Rita Marino. No, no, no. Um, this is this is a very important question, and it pertains to uh, uh, partly to the broadcast. Does he catch on one knee? Oh, I I have not seen him catch, so I can't tell you. <laughs> uh, okay, well, um, we were talking a little bit about uh, about the Blue Jays and how their offense is better than how they're actually uh, playing win-loss uh, in terms of wins and losses. Um, I found an article from Forbes of all places. I mean, I don't really, I don't usually um, think of Forbes when it comes to uh, baseball, except for like when they talk about sports, it's usually how much value a team has. Uh, so they, um this article is the top 15 teams based on their true talent rankings. And they have the Blue Jays at number five overall. Uh, just uh, for context, they have uh, the Dodgers at number one, the Giants number two, Astros number three, and uh, White Sox is number four. So Blue Jays are in there at number five saying that their true talent evaluation has them at at a record of 51 and 36 uh this was from a few days ago so i don't know what the record actually would be i think when they wrote it their actual record was 45 and 42 but uh the uh what they uh what they wrote out here they talked about um they talked about their offense i won't read the whole paragraph because it's uh it's pretty it's pretty long, but the highlights are they talk about uh, their first in average overall for exit speed. Um, for That's 89.7 miles per hour and tied for second in fly ball exit speed, 92.1 miles per hour. Um, and they talk about how hard they hit grounders. Um, they've hit 85. It's mostly more... just Vladdy, Vladdy bringing up the curve, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, they've hit 85 more liners than they've allowed. Um and they talk about Robbie Ray being uh, really, really good this year, which is true. Um, and uh, they do talk about Alec Manoa being a solid addition, which is obviously before he went on the uh, injured list. Um, and uh, so they, they, and overall, their write up was just that they say this bunch is potentially scary. Um, and they have them listed at so their true talent ranking they say fifty one and thirty six and if you go down the list um, they have uh, the Yankees at number six, 
and I think the the Red Sox they go all the way down to uh, number. I'm just scrolling through here. The Red Sox are actually number fifteen. So, um, they so have... I would call that based on their record, false talent, not true talent for, yeah. for the Red Sox. <laughs> well, and, and the Red Sox at number 15, they, they have the Rays at number nine and the Yankees at number six. So I think based on this, they have the Blue Jays as number one in the division if this were based solely on what they their potential is. And they have... And I'll say and, this. I'll, I'll say this and then and then we'll move on because I, I think time is, is, is running out for, for me in the, uh, to to this morning but um it sounds to me like this true talent is more leaning towards the offensive side because the the teams that you're mentioning that are lower on the list uh have really good pitching and and the the teams that are higher on on the list well i'm 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 talking specifically about the jays and the and the yankees uh their pitching has been underperforming yeah well it definitely is leaning on the offense but i mean it's it's very true that if you score more runs than you allow, you tend to win more games. So yes, or you tend yes, to win true. the game if you score more runs than the other team. I think that's our new metric of the week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. So let, let's move on to uh, Cleveland. Cleveland has a new name. They are the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, um, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I think it's a it's a decent name. I wasn't too much of a fan of the of the logo or the the font for the word mark i mean i don't know it's it's similar to what they're using but i just i don't know it just it didn't look very very good to me and and i've mentioned to you their logo with the with the wings on the on the g around the baseball i think the wings reminded me of that uh late 90s early 2000s angels logo yeah, there's definitely a, a, a more stylized, different design for sure. I, I I like I like the 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 aesthetics of of the of the name, and also the the name itself is is pretty good. Um, now, here's the interesting thing that I that I came up with in my conspiracy mind here. Um, the name the Guardian refers to the statues on Cleveland's Hope Memorial Bridge. Uh, they're known as the Guardians of Traffic, um, and they will be they play in a stadium sponsored by a company that provides car insurance. So connect the dots there. I think I <laughs> I, I, I think that they're just trying to sell more car insurance for. See, for that I, I didn't know about the Guardians of Traffic, and they actually no, look, I didn't either. I didn't either. They look really really cool when you when you look them up, and actually they remind me a lot of uh, like the design of uh, Tim Burton's Batman movies, but. Oh, I guess um, so, yeah. I, I kind of wonder, like, could they have created a logo sort of more based on the Guardians of the of Traffic? I don't know. I don't well, know how you do that with their with their city jersey or their third jersey. They'll 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 have something because yeah. I would really a lot like to see more heavy emphasis on the Art Deco Just uh, design really quick, of it. I, I do have uh, one note, but really quickly for their city connect jerseys, they'll probably go back to something like the Cleveland Spiders or something, but. Uh, um, my question, and I'm totally stealing this from somebody else. If a player goes between Cleveland and uh, and the Angels, can we call them Guardian Angels? Good question. Probably, yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, the, whenever they play each other, that'll definitely be the uh, the connection for sure. Um, <laughs> and I wonder though, like when they when they they have, they'll have to have some some mascots for the team. I, I, in my mind, I'm picturing that scene from Big when when Tom Hanks is playing with like the the skyscraper uh, transformer. Uh, just how it's it's it's. Do you, have you seen Big? 
Yeah, but it's been a long time, so I haven't. I oh, okay, well, never that. mind. But uh, but I remember but, the yeah, piano. Just like, well, no, this has nothing to do with the piano. But when he's playing with that skyscraper transforming toy, he's like, "This is not fun. You can't play with with skyscrapers." So I just kind of picture that uh, with the with with the guardians as the mascots. Um, just uh, like I mentioned briefly uh, in the, the description before. Uh, it refers to the Hope Memorial Bridge, and so it turns out that Bob Hope's father was one of the uh, builders uh, of the M- Hope Memorial Bridge. Um, I guess uh, uh, he was a stonemason uh, who helped uh, build uh, that that bridge. So that's just an interesting kind of me being a comedy nerd, an interesting uh, and also just a pop culture connection to the to that to that bridge. So probably. Uh... First game of the season next year, Bob Hope throwing out the uh, the first pitch. Um, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> um, so let's 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 move on. I had a, yes. I had a, I had a note, but let's move on. This is on to to your to your trivia here. Okay, I well, one. I won't spend too much time on this. This was like very much a technicality, uh, but I came across this uh, that apparently Adam Dunn of the Cincinnati Reds in 2004 hit a really, really long home run, which uh, I think, I, I mean, it could be the longest home run in the Great American Ballpark, but it could have been eclipsed already. I don't know. I didn't do much fact-checking. But technically, this home run uh, allegedly landed on a piece of driftwood in the Ohio River and crossed the state line into Kentucky. So technically, he hit a home run from in, into another state. Uh, and if you look at the maps, you can see how close Cincinnati is to uh, to Kentucky. Yeah, well, I, that's that. He's a he was a power hitter for sure. I did <laughs> I, did, I did not hear about that, but that's that's interesting. That's that's some, that's that's a good trivia. How did how did you how did you fi- come across that trivia? So uh, that came up. Uh, there's a on on Reddit. There's a subreddit called Today I Learned. So this. I, this just showed up in my feed had nothing to do with with looking it up or or with baseball it just seems like i think because we're in baseball season these things tend to come up more often like i don't think i see too much baseball trivia um in uh, in the off season but it's just something that that popped in my feed and i i did definitely was not searching for it Okay, well, that, that's that's I, I like that trivia. I've never heard of the, that one. Um, okay, so let's do our Brewers check-in. We won't go through the results because, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of running short on time here. But uh, it looks like they kind of demolished the Reds and yes. the Cubs. So they're running away with the division. What I'm looking forward to is watching their uh, game against the White Sox tonight. Um, so that should be a fun, a fun uh, matchup. Um, and... You have a note here to tell us. Hit yeah. two home runs last night. So we were last week. We were wondering how Telez was uh, doing. Saturday night, yeah, he hit two home runs and went three for four. Uh, he was two for three on Friday, and in a pinch hit situation on Tuesday, he was uh, well one for one. And uh, so, I guess uh, playing an American League team, they have used him as the DH, and uh, he's he's done really well. So that's good to see. Cool. So let's 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 watch for him uh, tonight on uh, on Sunday night baseball. I lo- I love I, I like the fact that they went with uh, Chicago Milwaukee instead of uh, New York and Boston for the for the for the, for the Sunday night baseball because I, I just can't stand watching those two teams play. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Yankees and, and the Red Sox. Okay. And so um, next week the uh, Brewers are going to be facing Pittsburgh and Atlanta. So it's kind of 
up and down. It's going to should be an easy matchup against Pitt, Pittsburgh, but Atlanta's been playing well lately. Um, and then the Blue Jays next week, uh, four games against Boston. Uh, that's going to be tough. Uh, yeah. But uh, I hope that they are competitive, and uh, we'll just see what happens. Um, I, I I hope that it's close, and I also hope that the pitching that that the uh, the pitchers, the starting pitching, goes deep, because they've got basically seven games, a stretch of seven games in a row, um, and that's going to deplete the uh, the the relief core heading into opening uh, the home opener 3.0 against Kansas City. So uh, yeah, the, yeah, and the we, other. Interesting thing I noted. I, I I guess it's because it would be uh, five games in four days. I was just wondered why they wouldn't have tried to uh, throw in the doubleheader this coming week instead of delaying it to August. But I guess that's well because it, it's a road game. Because it's a road game, I would say. Uh, they've but they've done that before where they do a split home in a way. Yeah, no, but I think that they would they would rather keep it as a home game whenever right. possible. I think. Um, okay, so that's so yeah. Uh, home opener 3.0. I will be there for, for, for two of those Kansas City games, so that's exciting. Um, let's do a brief Olympics check-in. Um, Canada is, uh, uh, for softball we're talking about here, yes. Canada is 2-2. Two and two. The games have been pretty interesting to watch. I've watched uh, at least a couple of them. Uh, and they lost recently 1-0 uh, against Japan. Uh, Japan is one of the stronger teams. Uh, they even have like professional softball in Japan, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I only watched the one game, but, uh, I didn't know that officially you, you were allowed player reentry in softball. I thought that was just something we allowed at the rec level because there's no way we could do uh player substitutions, not being able to yeah. enter the game. I don't know if it's like an international rule or whatever, but yeah, it definitely gets confusing when you see players come back into the game. Something that you don't do. Yeah. I wouldn't uh, want to try scoring that. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, yeah, you need to have, like, magnetic boards to score the game. Okay, yeah, so but that's fun to watch, and, and uh, baseball should be starting up in, like, a week or so, so that, that'll be exciting. Um, podcast notes from wives. Um, Krista has a note that she said she liked hearing about the players' personalities, and it was fun to hear about Vladdy giving Scherzer a hug uh, in the Ulster game after almost hitting him uh, with the line drive. <laughs> that is that is very nice. And you know what? In general, just on that note, it, it is fun to see during the regular season even even now after the all-star break the players are always really friendly to each other and and laughing uh to yeah. players on the other team so that's it's a rare i think that's that's rare in sports to happen during the regular season in general yeah well, during the we're game it more during the game yeah for sure um after the game before after the game is usually when you see it like especially in football when like players now are in, in the NFL are, are, are exchanging jerseys and, and they're, they're a lot more, more, uh, I guess fraternal or whatever. They, 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 they're a lot more, uh, uh, friendly after the game for sure. Yeah. Hockey too, I think. Anyway, um, I don't have any other notes, so why don't we do the, uh, the personal stuff? I actually, this will help you. I, I have short notes this week. Okay. Who do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I'll start with a strikeout. Um, there, there are lots of skunks in the neighborhood again. So, uh, and we that noticed, stinks. yeah, we noticed one last uh, few nights ago when we were coming home. It uh, decided to dig a hole underneath our front steps, and and we saw oh. it go underneath. So, uh, there's and there's lots around in general. So, you know, uh, Bailey got skunked last year in February, so we're we're very very on alert when skunks are out because she hasn't learned she still tries to chase after them so 
Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's my strikeout is that there are too many skunks in the neighborhood lately. Yeah, that's no good. Uh, yeah, I don't like seeing skunks around. Uh, I, have, I don't think I've seen any in our neighborhood. Uh, lots, of, lots of bunny rabbits in our backyard, though. Um, so you're going strikeout. Um, I'll go... Um, you know, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna match your 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 strikeouts because I kind of have a, a thread going here. Um, I might. I'm gonna go with my. Um, I'll go with my home run, I guess. Um, so I went to the grocery store for the first time in over a year on Wednesday, um, I, and I also got a, a haircut before that. And but I forgot my wallet. Um, now, luckily, uh, I have like my my card on my phone or whatever. But I also had, but what I was worried, like you know, your 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 digital cards have like the limit in, in cash that you could spend or whatever. So, but I paid in my points. I had ninety dollars worth of points saved up over over the course of a, a year of, of accumulating them from from delivery. Uh, so that was that's my home <laughs> run. I, I got to I I got to spend ninety dollars in points on groceries. So it's basically like free groceries uh, uh, this week. Oh. That's good. Yeah, we we tend to uh, to accumulate a lot of points too, but we save them for when we uh, when we go up uh, to Vanessa's parents and we we use them up there. So we we go through our points a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and I I thought that like I there was like a few months ago, I, Krista went to the shoppers or whatever, and I was like, use the points so we don't have to spend any money. And I guess she never did because there was like like a hundred dollars sitting there on my on, on my on my. <laughs> card uh well i'll go to my walk next uh it's it's also related to wildlife uh i had to call the pest control company or a pest control company because we had a very large hornet's nest between uh, the front doors of our our house and our neighbor's house um it's a walk because we actually didn't notice these hornets until just Monday, I happened to look to the left and there was a big nest right there. They weren't bothering us, uh, so that's good. But um, I was kind of concerned that during the, you know, near the end of the summer season, early fall, that they might get aggressive with them being next to the front doors with us going in and out. So uh, that was good, though. We got uh, got the nest removed and, and we have nothing to worry about anymore. But uh, no honey. No honey? Do, they, do you get honey from, from hornets? Uh, I don't think that you do. Not good stuff. Oh, okay, anyway. okay. It's probably I, I. I imagine that their honey probably tastes like not good, anyways. Um, okay, uh, so my walk. Uh, not not sure if you heard, but I'll be uh, spending uh, two days in in Toronto. But I'll be I'll be spending two days alone in Toronto. So will I, will I even exist? Um. So if you what is it? If you watch a baseball game by yourself, or you really watch? I don't know. That's if if if, if a. <laughs> If a bat is flipped in the forest and nobody's there to, to, to see it, does it make a does it make a home run? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll just be like I, I just picture myself sitting in the alone in the hotel room and like does does, does anybody know I'm here? <laughs> I guess you just have to send a lot of text messages or post on Twitter or something. I don't know. I suppose yeah. I'll, I'll live tweet my my empty hotel room. Uh, okay, well, I got a home run. Uh, it's a very quick one again, and it's about the Olympics. Uh, as I mentioned, I cut away from the Saturday Blue Jays game uh, because we wanted to watch swimming for the Olympics. Uh, That's one of Vanessa's favorite sports. So uh, it was good. We got to watch Canada's first medal, which is a silver medal live. Uh, They won. I didn't even know they got a medal. I didn't hear about that. Yep. Um, They won. It was their first medal. They won silver in the four by 100 women's relay. Uh, And 
they they won silver by just a little bit. Uh, I think Australia won the gold medal, but Australia was way ahead of of the rest of the group, and well, they, they also they have beat to, the world record. Australians have to uh, like evade great white sharks, so that's why they're really good swimmers. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that uh, that would help. But yeah, no, they Australia set a new world record in that race oh, as wow. well, and they won the gold. But that was yeah, cool. No, they're good. Don't usually get to, especially with the Olympics, they're 13 hours ahead of us. Don't usually get to watch uh, live, live medal wins. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah, no, that was very cool. Um, yeah, I watched most of it just on demand because the the here here's a, an, an unsolicited plug. The CBC Gem app is actually really good. Uh, it's got all the events basically uh, that you you would want to watch, and uh, they're all on demand. So you can kind of if you miss something, you can go back and watch it again. So I, so I've I've been kind of just kind of parsing through the all the different events. Like last night, I was watching surfing. <laughs> Yeah, Which I saw skateboarding cool. as an event. I that was yeah. very weird. I think there's way more summer events than winter events uh, because you can do oh, so yeah. much outdoors. <laughs> yeah, there was archery. I was watching some archery, which was interesting. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, no, CBC Gem is a very uh, good and comprehensive app to, and it's free to watch the Olympic coverage. I wish that they had an app for Samsung TVs. I looked it up; they do not. So uh, see, I watch it, it on my Apple TV. I watch it on my Apple TV, so that's yeah. that's how I do it. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's. Oh, I forgot my my strikeout. Um, so like I said, I got I got my first haircut, professional haircut, in uh, over a year. Um, and just like people at the barbershop, they're, they're just like small talk automatons. They just like you go in and they're like, "How is the weather?" It's great day out there like i i I, just, I would just go insane if i had to, to small talk about the weather for eight hours a day i would just just go, i would i would uh, i i would just like you'd see smoke coming out of my ears i would just just shut down I, you, my face would become the blue screen of death like it would it, I, I would not be able to handle that i i'm not a small talk fan in general like i i usually just uh if i go to the barbershop which i don't often um i would i usually just i'm happy to sit in silence and i don't care how awkward it is for the barber yeah, well, like uh, they they uh, turned on the the place I go to. I guess they have a, a TV in the mirror, so I, wa- I was just kind of trying to find something to watch on on TV. So that that was cool. Well, next um, time, find a baseball game and watch it in reverse. So I was trying watch to the runners trying run to. back to third base. I was trying to find a baseball game. There's nothing on. Um, but but what I try to do here's here's my my strategy when it comes to to, to small talk is I try to find and I do this at whenever like I forgot to do it at the grocery store. But when I used to go grocery shopping, I always try to find like make a joke. And make it a joke that only like I will enjoy, and 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 I, if if the if the person laughs, that's great. But I, I it's basically like I try to like bomb on purpose, and 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 it just makes uh, it's amusing to me for some reason. I don't know why. Just bombing on purpose with people is is amusing to me. Uh, okay. Is it working today? Is oh yeah, you are <laughs> terrible today. So let's stop talking. This um, is amusing. <laughs> So that's that's it for the personal stuff. I have a softball update, though. It's it's a very quick one compared to last week. Okay. Uh, so I have a couple of notes. Uh, the first one being, um, well, this week I hit another home run, so I'm I'm doing well with my on pace. Although I won't hit twelve home runs or whatever the number I said because we're not going to be playing any games next week. Uh, at least uh, that's. As if you go by my pace, uh, so that was cool. That was fun. I I've I hit uh, another. It was a three run home run. So uh, that's been the case 
every time I've hit a home run so far. There's been at least two runners on base, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but I noticed, I noted here it was a double rainout. So on Tuesday, our game was rained out. Uh, it was like really stormy, and and they canceled all the games across all the leagues. But it's a double rainout because we thought, oh, let's let's watch the Blue Jays game and. It was oh, also yes. rained out. <laughs> so, yes. As a double rain out. Um, and the only other note I had was that uh, on Friday night, there was a play uh, in the Blue Jays game that uh, Vladdy fielded the ball and, and Mats had to hustle over to the first base to make the out. We had a, a very similar play on Wednesday night. Uh, our first base uh, player, Sue, she had to field the ball away from the bag and she couldn't make it back in time. So our pitcher hustled back to first base and made the out just in time. So those are, that's, that's, that's fundamentals right there. Yep. And the blue Jays copied our play. Clearly they saw, they somehow watched us. uh, They heard about the play and, uh, and they, they did had the same hustle. Very good. All right. So I think that just about does it. I've, I have to, I have to go because, because life is happening. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I, I think uh, we we have to figure out our schedule. We'll, we'll, I think we're we're working out a few things for next week, but you will have some updates from from the Blue Jays games for sure, right? Yes, I will be at the Blue Jays game, and yeah, I will definitely. Uh, I'm going to try to score at least one of them, um, so so I'll post that online as well. So yes, yeah, it should be an exciting exciting weekend. Yeah. If 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 in fact I do exist, if, if we determine <laughs> that I do exist that weekend. Well, maybe you should score a game, and that'll be that'll be proof that you, that you were there. Yes, and and so if someone uh, uh, accuses me of murder, I will have an alibi. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for this week. Then we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.